Oh, ha ha, look at me. Hi there, welcome to the Richmond Art Gallery Youth Podcast, featuring Margaret Jagu. This podcast has been created by a spectacular team of Richmond youth. We are exploring Margaret Jagu's first gallery-based solo exhibit, Dora style. <laughs> the name of the show is Verbalman, The Wall is in My Head, A Dance of Forgetting, and is being shown in the gallery until January 12, 2014. Please welcome our host for this episode, John, along with Anne, Mahika, Lydia, Jacqueline, and Ariane. So, team, you walk into the gallery. What is the impression of the entire room when you first walk in? It's too dark. Empty. It does seem very spacious. It doesn't seem like an art gallery. Why do you think that? Because in art galleries, you don't usually find couches and dark lightings. So that's really unusual. Once you walk into the gallery, you see a red dress hanging on the wall. What do you guys think about that? I thought someone just left their coat there, and that seemed very unusual and peculiar. I hear that when Margaret comes in to do her work, she puts on the red dress and she becomes the verb woman. Well, I'm having a, a kind of personnel, multi-personality breakdown lately because I'm, I'm Lady Justice, but I'm also verb woman, but I'm also Art Cinderella. I'm also Nuestra Señora del Pain. We can see this in the title of the exhibit, which is Verb Women, all in capitals, colon. The wall is in my head, forward slash, a dance of forgetting. How does this title appear to you guys? The title is really, really long and descriptive. It would be only a couple of words to describe the whole gallery exhibit. Also in the title is who Margaret is, the verb woman. Why do you think she puts herself inside the title? Is she trying to represent feminism in any way? Like with the woman, uh, the wall, when you enter is pink as well, which is related to feminism, and then there's a dress for women. Well, this is how Margaret described the title of the show when she came in to speak with us. It had a lot to do with intentional and unintentional forgetting, which is part of her mother's and her mother-in-law because they both have Alzheimer's. Speaking of intentional and unintentional forgetting, some of us try to intentionally forget some things and some of us just forget some things that we might try to remember. Jacqueline, what do you think are some things that we would try to forget? Maybe an argument between your parents. Or maybe you got really, really bad grades on your report card and you just don't want to show your parents at all and you just want to forget everything. But even if you want to forget, is that possible? It depends, because it'll be hard to forget if it's like really memorable and it really affects you a lot. But there are also things that we try really hard to remember, but then, you know, we unintentionally forget them, like names or birthdays, and some of them might be really important to us. Yeah, like I really want to remember my childhood and when I was really little, and they're probably some of the best days of my life, but I can't because I don't remember them, and I wish I knew. Do you think those memories are gone forever, or maybe they're hiding somewhere in your mind? I think they're gone forever, because I think as you get older, you're, you you start to forget more and more, and maybe it's hiding, I just can't reach that part of my brain. Kind of sad and kind of frustrating that you can't remember, but you want to remember, because it might be like really, really good memories that maybe someday you just want to look back to. 
can dwell on it. And as we get older, it gets harder to try and remember those memories that we have in the past. And even though they might be good, it might not be as easy to just try and remember them. And as Margaret told us that when she visited her mother in the nursing home, they had forgotten a lot. And it's sad to see that memories that you once had are just gone. And it was, you know, it was horrifying, but it was also kind of funny. You know, <laughs> I started to collect these things that, like, my mother said all the time. We would have, literally have the same conversation all the time. Be, you know, she would say, someone's stolen my purse. Or uh, she would pick, I would serve her tea, and she'd say, oh, this tea cup is so heavy. And we could, we would maybe get a little far in the conversation, and then it would start again from the, the beginning. Someone stole my purse. <laughs> it would be like in some absurd drama. Said more tea. The, this teacup is so heavy. And then sometimes I would say what she would say because I would think she's not really. Is she really listening to what I'm saying? So I would say this teacup is so heavy. <laughs> she would say yes. <laughs> it's kind of similar how we see a dance of forgetting in the title. What does it mean? Like you dance to forget, or you forget because you dance, or is it a type of dance to show symbolize forgetting? Well, Margaret Dragu was a choreographer and a dancer herself, and that's what she did her whole life. So maybe she's symbolizing that her whole life or anyone's whole life they're trying to forget certain things or not trying to forget certain things, and that whole struggle during their lifetime. You're dancing your way through life. Sometimes when we intentionally forget things, maybe they would have been mistakes that we try to forget. But it's also good to try and remember them so that we won't repeat the same mistakes. They're you like lessons. All the mistakes you have to learn from them, so you don't have to make the same mistakes over and over again. So we talked about a dance of forgetting. But what about part of the title that says the wall is in my head? What wall do you think it is, Anne? Margaret mentioned the Berlin Wall in one of her artworks. What's the history of the Berlin Wall? It's a man-made wall that was constructed to create a barrier between West and East Berlin, and then it was brought down around 1990. And why do you guys think that the Berlin Wall is in Margaret's head? She visited the place because it was up for almost thirty years, and even though it's torn down, I think in the video she had a part where the woman was like, "The wall's not there anymore, but it's still in my head." The Germans came up with this expression called "the wall is in my head," meaning that the wall is down, but in my head, I'm still the way I was before, right? Most of the work involved in the exhibit has to do a lot about Margaret's life. The videos in the exhibit doesn't just involve her life; it's also of about her performance art. What is performance art, though? It's like interactive art, and it doesn't just stay the way that it is. You could like interact with it, you could communicate with it, and then you could like move it around and just, you know, make it. Exciting and fun. A lot of the performance art also involved interacting with the audience. Yeah, like you know how she's doing the artist is working, where you can enter thirty to sixty second clips of a sound that you find interesting in your life and 
that's an interaction with the audience, I guess. Or every Sundays, um, she comes in and performs at her exhibit, and the audience gets a chance to just like roll the dice. And that's another part to her performance art, which is chance. She puts a lot of improvisation and chance into her work. And do you think that if you were a performance artist, it would be really hard for you because it is on a, basically a stage and you're performing to people? Personally, for me, I wouldn't mind it and I would have fun with it. But for others, they might be afraid of stages or other audiences. So. I kind of wonder how Margaret deals with it instead of the audience because Margaret is the one doing something that she doesn't know what she's going to do. Yeah, she talked about the stuff that she does before her performance art. And then if I'm terrified, I tell myself to remember that stress and excitement and fear are kind of very similar. And to just sit with it for a minute, kind of like you're looking into a pool of water to see what's really there. It seemed very cool to have Margaret in to talk with us. What were your guys' overall impression on the whole experience? I was pleasantly surprised because just by the way that she talks, it's like a whole different language and sometimes you don't really understand her, but I guess that's just how artists talk. It's their own language. I thought she was going to be very stern and uptight looking at her brochure where she's holding that rose in that strong pose. But she was actually quite friendly and relatable and nice to talk to which and really humble and down to earth, which I found surprising. Um, I thought Margaret was really interesting to listen to because she says things and she makes connections and goes off topic a bit but those off topic subjects were really entertaining to listen to <laughs> and I don't know I think we all enjoyed listening to her talk in a different profession that could be really dangerous where do you guys think it works well for art because you express all your emotions and your feelings into art and what's great about art is that you could practically do whatever you want. And she had some surprising advice for some young artists too. I always tell young artists that they're going to die. <laughs> and so they may as well make art. Very blunt, but it's just true because it inspires you to get up and do art. So I think that she got her point across. She talks about how life is short and you just have to live it to the fullest and just, you know, go ahead, take action, and just do it. <laughs> Be a verb human. Human, human, human. <laughs> echo, echo. podcast is produced by the Richmond Art Gallery and the Richmond Media Lab. Thank you to all of the volunteers involved in the making of this episode. Anne, Mahika, Jacqueline, Lydia, John, Therese, Ariane, Danul, and Nika. And you too, Joe. A special thank you to the Richmond Community Foundation for sponsoring the Richmond Art Gallery Youth Podcast Program. Learn more about the artist on her website, Margaret Dragu, D-R-A-G-U dot com. And you can get more information on the gallery by visiting richmondartgallery.org. Peace out! <laughs> <laughs>